0: Oh man, what a long week it's been. This is going to be a uh, episode that I really didn't want to do. Uh, I know you guys have been asking me for it, and you wanted me to dive into details. I know this is my usual intro, but I gotta prepare you guys um, for this episode. First off, welcome back to the Glock Nine Show. Appreciate all the love, everybody. A lot of people have been asking me over the last couple of days of, you know, my my opinion on this whole Roe v. Wade thing. And I want to start this off I'm going to start this podcast off With the most clear things that you guys can hear Before you listen to the entire episode And if you disagree, that's fine It's totally fine to disagree um, I actually did a great episode of, With Dads in Gaming with Goldie and Octane And you guys can hear that one Me and Goldie I start kind of poking the bear a little bit at the end with Goldie. Me and Goldie have different opinions On the whole entire thing um, But I'm going, to, I'm going to encourage you guys Don't get into arguments over this. It's not worth it. This is one of those topics... uh, That... The entire country will forever be divided about. It's not worth getting into arguments. It's not worth... um, Losing friends over... Um, You know... There's no trumping somebody else. Like, I'm right, you're wrong. It's it's more of a personal moral standing... Of what you think and what you believe. Um, I will always... Stand on this hill and die on this hill that you guys will hear my opinion in in a minute Uh, And I'll never go back on that And my intentions of this episode is to not You know, change minds It's not to tell you you're wrong It's not to throw it in your face um, Like you're stupid and all this other stuff Because I can sympathize with the other other side I can sympathize why you think the way that you think Um, I don't agree with it um, But I sympathize Uh, With that being said, you know I'll 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 jump into it. And the first things first, that you know we spent the last two or three years. um, It's so funny that this has all kind of come full circle to me. We spent the last two or three years crying about misinformation, disinformation, and all this other stuff. And here you are falling for it again, because you know as of today, abortion is not banned. It is not banned. Um, you could still go get an abortion. Now, there are certain states that have already you know started uh, you know putting restrictions or bans or whatever, putting legislation forward. Um, and it you know, here's exactly what happened. They're telling you that they overturned Roe v Wade, and now you're gonna be forced to have children in every single state. They're making it sound like the entire country banned it. That's not what happened. What, what, the reason why it was overturned, it was not overturned to deem abortion as wrong. It wasn't overturned to or for any reason other than the Supreme Court's job is to uphold the Constitution. Okay? That is their number one job. You know, they decide the law and all this other stuff. So in reality, whether you like it or not, nowhere in the Constitution, in any of the amendments, is there anything about abortion. And so, in reality, 50 years ago, when they passed this Roe v. Wade um, story, or this law, or whatever you want to call it, um, they had no right to do so because it had nothing to do with the Constitution. It was it was basically an, an overreach of, of government. So, basically, what they're doing is they're overturning a bad decision from 50 years ago and turning it over to the state. Now, people are taking that and saying that, you know, The people have no power. The people have no rights. You know, they have the right to decide. That's exactly why they turned it over. They turned it over to the state. So that way the state by state can decide. The people can vote on it. The people, you know, so for example, again, whether you think you're right or wrong, whether you think you're right or wrong, if the majority of your state decides that it, it 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 should be banned or it should be illegal, the state decides. So if you live in a state like California, New York, you know, and the, the the more Democrat leaning states, you have nothing to worry about. Which is the funniest thing those are the two states that are going the craziest on social media. Like I know so many Californians that are all pissed off, and I'm like, you can still get one. What are you worried about? You know. And then you got states like here in Texas. I already had a law last year, even before Roe v. Wade was over was overturned. Um, and most of this state believes that abortion is wrong. Okay. So it goes by the state by state thing. Uh, if the majority of your state deems it as wrong, it's wrong. And now, uh, I'm going to get into, I want, I want to get into some talking points first and my opinions on them. And then we'll get into, uh, some other things here in a little bit. So that's what happened. That's why it was overturned. I want to make that very clear. Uh, It was not banned countrywide. That's a total lie. I wish people would start realizing that, you know, people all say politicians are corrupt and this and that, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, you know, you guys continue to fall for the same garbage. I mean, here we are in one of the biggest election years, you know, the biggest elections that's been coming up, right? And the numbers the the numbers are already showing it's going to be a huge red wave republicans are going to win across, pretty much across the board on you know almost almost every seat it seems like i'm saying almost every not every single seat but you know so what do you got to do isn't it kind of weird? That here we are coming up the final months and then all of a sudden, like one month, it's about gun laws and vote for us because guns are bad. Um, you know, then all of a sudden here we out of nowhere. Roe v. Wade gets overturned. Ooh, women's rights and empower women and feminists to vote for Democrats. Like how many emails went out that day on Monday? Uh, how many emails went out asking for fundraising already? Like, do you guys not see the game here? Like that, that's part of the problem is we're so stuck in social media and we see this stuff and it makes us mad. And we act on emotions and that's, that's what they're counting on. I'm not saying, Hey, you know, you know, vote this way or that I'm just saying it's a game to both sides. That's why I hate, like, I know my views and the way I look at things is very conservative, but it, it's, I don't like being called a Republican. I don't like being wrapped into one party and, and painted as this picture. Cause I look at every single issue on my own. And you know, I'm I would consider myself quote unquote conservative, but it's like, oh, you're a Republican, you're part of the, you know, you have to choose a party when you, um, when you vote, and it's like I don't like being wrapped up in that little ball, and, and and you know, you think all my thoughts are the same as as everything else. You know, same thing goes for anyone that that votes as Democrat. I know a lot of Democrats who are pro pro life and pro uh, pro Second Amendment, but they're still Democrats on other issues, and that's how it should be. You know, the whole thing with this country is. You know, we're the United States of America, right? So regardless of your religion, your race, your political beliefs, whatever, we're still supposed to unify in our differences. And I say that all the time. That's how it's supposed to be. This country has the most races out of every other, you know, collective races out of every other country. We have the most religions and the right to practice your religion out of any other country in the entire world, you know, and then everyone should have the right to, their own religious beliefs, you know, and all this other stuff, political beliefs, all that, you know, we don't all have to like the same thing, follow the same line and and agree with the same things. You know, that's why I sit there. I don't get angry. It's no secret, especially if you follow me on social media, it's no secret that I am a a pro-life person. I'll explain my standpoint in a second. Um, I'm a very pro-life person. Now, moving on into that, one thing I really do hate to see is how everyone's blaming it on the religious crowd, right? Um, if you read the opinion of why they overturned it, there's no mention in there of the Bible, of God, of anything that's religious. It's simply for the fact of they believe that it was not their right to make this decision. It had nothing to do with religion, it had nothing to do with theology or anything like that they had. The it had it, it's such a controversial topic. I'll explain why it's a controversial topic, that they don't believe that they should have made a Supreme Court ruling on that topic. So it turns over to you. Now, people say, well, why should the government have any rule over our bodies in the first place? You know, we should be able to do whatever we want, this and that, blah, blah. Like I was saying earlier, it comes full circle because here we were just a couple, you know, a couple of months ago. Even some people nowadays still believe that you all should, you know, no jab, no job. You don't get vaccinated. You got to get fired. You know, my, you know, there was no body, my body, my choice a couple months ago. You know, you guys all believed that we all had to take an experimental drug even though it was proven that it doesn't stop the spread of anything. Um, people in my family still frown upon me because I'm not vaccinated. And then here all of a sudden we're in the streets again chanting my body, my choice. Like, like you realize how hypocritical that sounds? Now, um, with that being said as well, not having rules or regulations or laws for our bodies, that means that should we just allow Drugs to be legal and anyone can use any drug They want to Should we allow meth and heroin to be legal Or is is it in our best interest to Not let people do that stuff My body my choice You know, it, it, you know it, It's a very slippery slope When you get in this conversation um, Now the, the argument The argument for abortion um, It comes down To one's moral standing Uh now it, I've told a story before I grew up I was completely atheist. I was not agnostic, I was completely atheist, and even in high school as a uh, a young man teenager uh boy, I would say very immature, I still believed you know that abortion's wrong in my personal opinion and now it comes down to it comes down to um whether you believe that that is a human life or not and you know i I got so many emails from you guys uh on monday you know about this whole entire thing i got a lot of dms too and by the way i got some dms that were absolutely amazing uh we had some good conversations with you guys i got some uh, nasty emails even though no one really truly knew my standpoint even though it's kind of like you know people kind of figured what my standpoint is It's like so funny how you, you know, I didn't make a comment or podcast about it yet, but I had some really good conversations, uh, people who think totally different, differently than I do. We have the mutual respect for each other to understand each other's standpoint. And I believe that's how it should be. But I still also think that, you know, just if you're going to get mad about it or the other person you're going to talk to about it gets mad about it, it's not worth talking about, you know? And, but my personal opinion is that is a human life. Um, especially when, you know. A large, vast majority of abortions Are used as birth control Um, I don't believe just because you are not Economically ready for it Or you're not um, Responsible enough in your own opinion You're not ready to be a parent Uh that you should end the life of that child because if you think you're responsible enough to get in that bed and do that action you should take responsibility for it i don't call it a consequence children are are a blessing they're amazing they are part of you it has your dna and if you think that you're responsible enough to do that act you're re- you should be responsible enough to do what you know could come afterwards and that's my honest god honest opinion you know it has nothing to do with religion Has nothing to do with what the Bible says. Has nothing to do with that. It's my own, my own personal uh, opinion on that life. Now, there's a thesis out there from many different colleges and doctors that explain that explain when life begins. Okay, if you want to talk about science and you want to talk about you know um, just scientific facts, let's let's leave theology completely out of it. And I I, personally, I think without Theology without the Bible without you know all that religion talk I personally believe it's even it's even a better argument for why that's a life now the argument goes for if that's a life what what's one thing we all should agree with that everyone has the right to life. That's a basic human right. Everyone has human rights. Everyone talks about I know my rights and all this other stuff. A basic right is human life. I can't just have a disagreement with somebody and choose to kill them, right? I can't choose to just go out there and and, and kill people. So I don't understand the argument between a child in the womb that has its own fingerprints before you know you're pregnant. It has brainwaves. It has... um, it has, you know, toes and fingers and, and all this stuff. It has a spine, all that, all the nervous system already before you really know you're pregnant. The same argument as how do we pronounce somebody dead when their heart stops? So before you know you're pregnant, the baby has a heartbeat. So why are we pronouncing life when the heart starts? Um, the 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 scientific definition by many places, like like Harvard's one of them, and um, many other colleges have had many doctors and and people over the years. Talking about when it begins. And I'll just sum it up without having... To, I don't want to read that. I have an article in front of me... Um, from com. You guys can find it for yourself. Saying the science is conclusive that fetus is a baby. Um, and there's a thesis from a Harvard medical professor... Michelin uh, Matthew Ross. And you know, she, she testified before the 1981 US Senate. And many people have looked back at her findings... Like, what defines life? Like, many times we've talked about if you find bacteria on another planet, it's considered life it's a living organism. So when you're looking at, you know, how babies are made, let's have a birds and the bees talk. <laughs> um, in reality, sperm is a cell. The egg is another cell. When one fertilizes the other... It becomes its own cell and it's considered a living organism because it has the functions of it or a living organism. And you know, sci- scientifically, it's considered living. It, you know, just like we we've all heard it growing up that plants are technically living. It's a it's a living organism. It, it you know it has to have water to survive, sunlight, all that other stuff. And you know, so now the the thing is, people think that uh, fetuses have no consciousness, right? Just because they won't remember doesn't mean it's it's you know not wrong, and that's basically what they tell people. Um, I'm trying to make sure I word this really right because I want to make sure that the that it's it's out there. My my biggest problem with this argument is how they've been trying to push abortions to later terms, right? So. There's been talks in many states Just like California They want to make it up to 9 months You can have a, an abortion An hour before you're about to give birth What's the difference between that child While it's still in the stomach An hour before and then an hour after it was born Why is it wrong To kill it outside of the womb But you can still kill it while it's in the womb It, it doesn't It doesn't make sense to me That That argument doesn't make sense um, you know, and then even there has been talked about, people want to say it's a uh, fact checker say it's wrong, but you can look it up on the U S government website or the California government website that there has been talk and possibly proposing, uh, to pass this bill in California, where let's say a mother had a child and within 30 days after her giving birth to this child, she decides she doesn't want the child puts it in a garbage bag, throws it in a dumpster and it dies that she won't be tried with murder. That is completely sickening, absolutely sick. I can't remember the exact uh, the exact bill that is called, but you guys can look it up for yourself. You're gonna find some people trying to debunk it, but when you actually read the bill, that's exactly what it says, and it's trying to you know protect people from throwing their babies in dumpsters or killing them when they you know within the first month of them being born, and so you can't be you know taken to jail for murder and all this other stuff. I've said it before I've said it many times on this podcast that we as a society have really began to not care about people and we don't care about life you know we so easily shoot you know our society so easily chooses to kill people and beat people and you know and, and not talk to people and not respect human life and it's really sad to see I talked about that after that soccer incident down in Mexico that you know, how can someone do stuff like that? Now here we are talking about allowing people to sh- literally kill their, you know, 15-day-old child because they're not ready to be a mother. It's it, it's really disturbing to me. Now going back to um, now, again, I gotta apologize again real fast. <laughs> I may jump around quite a bit in this podcast because this is unscripted. This is not really. I I didn't spend hours on it. I I just know I'm I'm speaking about what I believe. I'm I'm pointing at certain things that I've read over the years and things I've looked into. This has been a this has been something for me. I don't like to argue about it. I don't mind sharing my opinion. I have no problem telling you that I am pro-life and I and I believe in taking responsibility for your actions. That's that's fine. If you disagree, that's on you. Um but I try and show sympathy and understanding because I can understand the talking points and why you feel the way you feel, but I also know how to answer them. So, when you look at a child again, I'll, I'll repeat myself. Before you know you're pregnant, there's a heartbeat. It has a nervous system, a spine. It's starting to grow. It already is starting to grow limbs, fingers, toes, whatever. Um, what, in other people's opinion, what makes it human? At, you know, after it's born, rather than in the womb. I, I don't. I still don't have a solid argument for that. I've never really heard a solid argument Of why that's not a living child Now a talking point is It can't sustain life by itself Outside the womb Okay Well I have a one year old daughter If I left her home alone For a month She would die She can't sustain life by herself at one year old So because she can't sustain life on her own Can I kill her at one year old? If one of my Children was born mentally retarded, and would always have to be taken care of. Would never have, never be able to drive a car, never be able to feed themselves, never be able to, you know, do anything by themselves. Can I just kill them after they're born because they can't sustain their own life? Our job is to take care of the kids and raise the kids. So that argument doesn't make sense to me. Well, it can't survive on the outside the womb by itself, just because you know and, and. it's developing, just like just like we are as human beings. Every single day, where de- our, our bodies are developing every day, you know, they start developing and then they start deteriorating over life. You're still developing from the minute you're born, all the way up till your thirties, forties, whatever. And then you start going downhill. You start deteriorating. So, you know, you're still in the development process even while you're in the womb. Okay. Another talking point. Is that it's being used to control women. Okay, that's not true. Because what it comes down to is. In everyone's own personal belief is. Responsibility. The sanctity of human life. And I make the argument is. I Again, I can't kill somebody. So why can't I kill that living life form? Um, That has the potential to grow up and have a family and have children uh, could potentially could potentially grow up to be a doctor, lawyer, president Could grow up. I mean, who knows? could grow up to be a drug dealer, could grow up to be a prostitute, could grow up to be a junkie. You know, we don't know. We don't know what their potential is, you know, and regardless of however, however, the child was made now. I already know the arguments that everyone's gonna make and I'm gonna debunk them right here and now um and i'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys both bo- both sides of the aisle what about rape and incest that's the biggest one you're gonna hear what about rape and incest? My exact answer to that every single time is rape and incest make up less than half a percent Of all abortions. And there's been in the last, I don't know how how many decades, almost a hundred million abortions and less than half a percent of them are from rape or incest. Okay. So if you can't talk and provide an answer for the other 99%, I'll even say 95%, then I don't want to, I don't even want to have a conversation with you because you're trying to only go to that one stance that's, uh, you know, you're trying to, you know, basically the minority group of that entire conversation. You're only going to that because that's your only defense. Now, here's the thing. I, I'm going to give you guys both sides. One side will say, one side will say, why should the mother have to, to take care of this child that was forced upon her? And, you know, if you did make her do it, you you know, she's probably going to end up resenting that child no matter what, blah, blah, blah. You know, like the, the usual argument. Right. And I completely agree with you. I understand that. I 100% understand that. And I lean towards that side, too. Uh, you know, it's like in that situation, if you were to make abortions illegal in your state, that should still be an exception. That's a hard decision regardless, because, you know, all mothers understand that still whether it was forced upon her or not. That is still, that is still part of her DNA, even though she didn't want it. That's I've heard so many stories of women who have gone through that and they regretted it afterwards or they went through, they had the kid and they actually are, are glad they kept the kid. So it, it's a rough decision for them on that standpoint, but you're literally talking about a very, very small percentage of that happening to. Now, the other side is going to say, well, look at it this way. If you you, know, you anyone listening to this, you if your dad went out and killed somebody, should you have to take the punishment for his actions? So the same thing goes for if your dad went out there and raped somebody, you're still innocent. You didn't do anything. So should should you get the death penalty for his actions? And I get that too because all all children are innocent. Um, regardless of who your parents are, regardless of this and that, I get that. I, and I really truly do. And I truly understand that argument. That's a very compelling argument as well. If, if my dad were to go out there and commit a crime like that, why should I get the death penalty for his actions? I didn't do anything. And, and you know, so I, I understand both sides. And I, I, you know, I'm never, that's, that's the only one that I can never truly make it a complete distinction on. That's like a, that's like a case by case basis. Um, and, and you know, but I know that's what a lot of people are probably thinking while they're listening to this, and that where I basically would per- if I were to sit there today and I had to make a decision today and it's like you have to make a decision right now, I would probably say, I'm not for abortion if you're using it as birth- birth control, but if you if there's rape or incest or anything like that, that would be up to that would be up to the the female um on that topic, and whether you want to believe it or not, believe what Twitter tells you majority I think right now I believe all of them besides one um, have laws in place where if that were to be the case you're the woman's allowed to choose it's cutting down on what they're trying to stop is using it as birth control so I I only have too much to say on that whole rape and incest topic other than that's not even the most important part because it literally is less than half a percent look it up it is a super small fraction of a number throughout all the abortions since 50 years ago when this entire roe v wave was passed it is the smallest of fractions it's actually the least least amount and then people try and say well a lot of states don't report it and this and that well if a lot of states don't report it we don't know how true the number is because when you go to an abortion clinic they ask you why you want an abortion it's on the form Um why you're choosing to do this And they report it and then you're saying oh well people try And you know not report it because of this We don't know if it's 500 million People that went there or if it's five people that went there And didn't report it so you can't use that as your Argument um because there's No way of proving it so you go We're going by the statistics of What we know So you know uh the other huge topic that you're gonna hear and I actually have a there's a bit of meme that's going around and it's it's honestly sickening with how untrue this this topic is on this um this exact subject. The the viral tweet was this chick wrote And I I quote, the treatment for an ectopic pregnancy is abortion. The treatment for a septic uterus is abortion. The treatment for a miscarriage that your body won't release is abortion. If you can't get those abortions, you die. They are trying to kill women. This is one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard because you're literally trying to use fear porn to get people on your side. And this is like the farthest from the truth. Number one, if you don't know what ectopic pregnancies are, uh, it's 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 when the egg is uh, outside of the uterus. Basically, it's in it's in the tubes. Number one, they're not going to survive anyways. And if they if you if it goes untreated, the mother and or the child will die. Those are not considered abortions in statistics. Those are considered medical procedures. Those aren't even in statistics for abortion. And no state will outlaw that because that is a medical procedure. That doesn't fall under abortion. Um, so there's a, tw- uh, a message back here from Abby Johnson. And if you guys, I would suggest you guys, she has so much knowledge on this. She used to work for Planned Parenthood, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, Abby Johnson on Facebook wrote back: "False. The treatment for an ectopic pregnancy is a salpingostomy. Oh my God! This is why I didn't want to read the article earlier. Salpingostomy, ostomy, uh, salpingectomy, or a laparoscopy." The treatment for a septic uterus is antibiotics and/or delivery. The treatment for a miscarriage that your body won't release typically won't release is either cy- cytotic tablets, which she doesn't recommend, or a and C. Both are allowed and not considered abortion because if you have miscarried, then the child has already died. And abortion is when you take a life of a child in the womb, so you don't die. You don't. So she basically just you know killed it right there, like her whole argument. Because nowhere in statistics of abortions that the CDC releases, which we all know how the CDC is recently, but they don't put ectopic pregnancies in abortion statistics. They don't put um, septic uterus um, in you know in the uh, ab- abortion statistics because those are not abortions. The abortion is terminating a pregnancy b- b- just you know basically you know when the life can still make it. Number one, a miscarriage is not really controllable unless you you know you're purposely trying to punch yourself in the stomach or something like that, right? It's not controllable. Now, full disclosure, um, uh, my wife had a miscarriage, and you know what? To this day, I'm still sad about it. Um, We had our first son, we had our second, or we had our uh, second, our first daughter, our second child. Those two were planned. We we planned those two. We, we wanted to have a kid, right? Well, we literally said that we were going to stop after two because we got lucky. We got a boy and a girl. Boom, we're done. Well, out came number three, my, my second little girl. I was not ready. I was not prepared. I was nowhere near financially stable to have another one. Not once did I ever think of having an abortion. Because that's my responsibility. And again, this is my opinion. I know people are probably, like, well, it's your opinion. It is my opinion. I made the decision to do the action, and we decided. We never even had a disc. I don't even want to say we decided because it was never a discussion. We knew that we had a responsibility, and we, ha- you know, we had our third one. Well, then in the beginning of the pandemic in 2020, we found out again my wife was pregnant. <laughs> my first thought was, "Oh my God, we are screwed," because we were having major, um, ma- not major, but we were having quite a bit of financial issues with how expensive things are in California and and mortgage, and then you know we were going to be on unemployment because of the pandemic and be at, stuck at home, and it, it was it was a rough time, and I, I was not anywhere near, I was not exactly, I was excited because I love having kids, I love my kids to death. But I wasn't as excited as I was for any of the other ones. But then it, it it came to me. It came to me, and I was like, you know what? I'm down to have a fourth one. I don't care if it's, you know, we had two girls and one boy. I would like a boy, but if it's a girl again, I really don't care. And, you know, it came to terms with it. Well, then, you know, one night I got woken up by my wife, and um, she told me she had a miscarriage. Um, she was going to go see the doctor in the morning to confirm it, and I was I, I was pretty upset about it I was sad I was legit sad I'm not just saying that uh, She went to the doctor They took an ultrasound And yeah the, the, She had a miscarriage And there's nothing that We could have done about it There's nothing we could have done So that's not an abortion That was not your choice To, to end it uh, So I hate hearing that excuse That saying that miscarriages are An abortion And that if you have a miscarriage They're going to investigate you For murder that, That's not true Miscarriages are so common. I know I know people who have had one child and just to get, get that one child, they had like thirteen or fourteen miscarriages. That's my mother in law. My wife my wife is the one she had. It was so hard, you know, to have a child and that's that's not there's nowhere in any of these states that are passing laws that are gonna investigate you for a miscarriage. Um you know, we, well, we ended up having a miscarriage, and about a month or two later, we were we were kind of having a conversation. We were had a more better understanding of where we were at, and we both were like, "Man, we really wanted to have another one. We we really did. Uh, we 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 were comfortable with the idea. And looking back at it, it wasn't the best idea, but we decided to try for one more, and we had one more, and I had I had my baby girl, uh, Joelle. I call her baby Jojo. Um, and that's my little angel, I, I love that little girl, um, I don't like to say I have favorites, but everyone says that she's my favorite, <laughs> and I, dude, out of all the kids I have, that's the one that chooses me over mommy, and that's my that's my little girl, I'm so happy we had her, um, but again, I took responsibility, and that's that's what it comes down to for me, is responsibility, you know, and that's not, your body my wife will tell be the first one to tell you my wife's very hard set I would love to have her on this podcast but she won't do it on this topic because she is you know huge on that and she as a mother who bore bore bared I don't know the word she had four children she carried four children she will tell you from the moment she was pregnant she knew that wasn't her her body she knew it was its own life and that's what she'll tell you and it's coming from a woman not a man um, she would tell you that, that, that she understood that, that child was a creation of what mommy and daddy did and, you know, but it was just developing inside of her. And once that it was developed enough to come out, she, they were going to come out and they were its own living life form from the moment that she took the pregnancy test and knew she was pregnant. And that's my understanding too I may not know what it's like to carry a child Or give birth to a child um, But as a man I still have an opinion I hate that men can't have an opinion Men can't have an opinion That's still my child That is still part of my DNA Now I don't believe in you forcing um, I don't believe in you forcing Someone to have a child uh, As in you know rape and incest Or whatever right Um, But there's still The man should still have a say you guys made the decision together to do what you guys did. It's still just as much his child as is your child, even though you have to go through more of the pain and the the issues with it. You know, and if you understand the history of abortion, now there's been centuries of women who you hear the stories all the time. They use coat hangers, and and you know, men who didn't want to have a kid punched them in the stomach till they had a mass miscarriage, and, and and all that kind of stuff, right? Well, ever since we, ever since we started, um, you know, having a say on whether it's okay or not, and it's become like a social, socially accepted thing, it has turned into a widespread argument and how it was started. Now, number one, everyone knows the main abortion clinics are Planned Parenthood, who say, which I find it funny now that I'm recording this, this 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 podcast. A large amount of Planned Parenthoods are closing their doors in these states that are going to put restrictions on abortions. But yet, their argument for years has been, "Oh, abortions are only three percent of what we do. Why are you closing your your doors if that's only three percent of your business? Because it, it's not." Planned Parenthood was started for abortions. That's what it was started for. Margaret Sanger is the lady who started it. Very racist woman. I'm gonna play a video for you guys in a second. Um, which kind of explains exactly yo, know, everyone wants to talk about racism and systemic racism. Um, if you look at how abortion is used in that argument, it, it it's it was pretty much designed in America to control the population and that's not uh, that's not uh, fictional that's fact you can look it all up yourself i mean when you, i actually just recently learned about this um you know within the last like 2 years or so with all this racism talk and so my main argument for pro life is the fact that i respect human life and i believe life starts at conception that's my own personal view that's my wife's own personal view i don't care if you agree with it or not um i don't argue with people about it I don't get angry about it, um, but that's my personal view, and I'm allowed to have that viewpoint, uh, so like if you're listening to this podcast, you're getting pissed off, you think about all these questions you want to throw at me, go, feel free to DM me, feel free to talk about it, I don't care, um, I mean, as soon as you start hitting up my DMs with some nasty stuff, I'm just not going to respond back to you, it's not worth it, um, but if you want to be completely honest, this is a very... Um, severe thing that you got to talk about i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna share that video clip with you now it's a it's a long video i know you i only like showing like a a 30 second maybe a minute long this is a four and a half minute long video and i want you to really really listen to this video because there's a lot of information on it but the best thing that he says is don't believe me look it up for yourself it and you will find a lot of stuff about this
1: Today is June 24th, 2022, and by now you've probably already seen the news, and there's been a historic victory for pro-life advocates across the United States. The Supreme Court has officially overturned Roe v. Wade, a decision that I thought I would never see within my lifetime. But here's the truth, and let's talk about the elephant in the room. The entire case that Roe v. Wade was based on was based on an entire lie. The woman that claimed to be Jane Roe, in this case, was never raped, the story never happened, and still the Supreme Court ruled on it and said that the abortion rights should be protected. Even though there is not a single line in the United States Constitution that grants people the authority to murder babies for economic reasons. Now, one of the main reasons why I am strongly against Abortion and is because of how it's been used to specifically target the black community and I'm going to make this message specifically to the black community because it's very important because I see how a lot of them have been infiltrated by several movements where they're using black people to push these leftist agendas that don't really benefit us or push us in the right direction. So for those of you guys that don't know, I'm going to give you a brief recap. The abortion movement was helped to be championed by a woman named Margaret Sanger. Now, Margaret Sanger, she opened up one of her first abortion clinics in New York City, and she was also a member of the New York Women's KKK Auxiliary. Look this up. Don't believe anything I'm saying. Look this up for yourself, and you'll see that it's true. Now this woman would go to churches, specifically black churches, and preach to them about how if you are in poverty, the most merciful thing that you can do when you can't afford a family is to basically eliminate one of those children through abortion. Um, for the greater good of the family. She's on record as saying that weeds, that that Negroes and Jews are weeds that need to be permanently eradicated from the face of the earth. Now, this is who Planned Parenthood has based their entire model upon. In fact, she set the foundation for Planned Parenthood to be what it is today. Planned Parenthood revered this woman and treated her like she was a saint to the point that they would give people the Margaret Sanger Award for decades. It wasn't until 2020 recently where they decided to distance themselves from Margaret Sanger because lots of conservatives, mainly a lot of black conservatives like myself, were coming out and telling the truth about the real origins of Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger. And now that it's become so big for them to even deny anymore, now on their website, they changed their bio. Look this up. They've changed their bio where they admit the fact that she was a racist, that the organization has racist foundations, and it was, it was specifically designed to target African-Americans. And here's what I want to tell the black people. This abortion thing is being used as genocide. When people want to talk about systemic racism, this is a perfect example of systemic racism. You don't find Planned Parenthoods in the suburbs. You're almost always going to find it in the inner cities where there's lots of blacks, Hispanics, other minorities in between. You're always going to find it in these areas where they're low income. And then they'll use excuses like, well, what about... If someone is, is raped or incest. they'll so use the 0.1% example of what actually happens with abortions. Use that, that little tiny 1% example to justify the reason why everybody should be able to kill their children for economic reasons. Well, the reason why I'm totally against it is because this organization was designed to target people that look like me, and that is a fact. You can look it up for yourself. Don't trust what I'm saying. Look it up for yourself and you'll be able to confirm it. Okay? how is it that the black community makes up less than 14 percent in the United States? We're 340 million plus people. All right. We make up less than 14 percent in the United States. Yet more than 38 percent of all of the abortions being done within the United States are being committed by people that look like me. Life is sacred and I'm going to continue to protect it. Instead of our tax dollars going to organizations like Planned Parenthood, I want to see these, these tax dollars go to organizations and charities that actually help single mothers and women that are pregnant that are in very dire situations and help them be able to keep these lives, help them with getting uh, uh, getting food, getting whatever it needs, whatever needs to be done to keep that life alive, all right? Cause I don't believe that murder is the solution and I'm all for keeping lives together, especially the black community. Do not allow the leftists to manipulate you and brainwash you thinking that this is something, this is some kind of cause you need to champion because if you're champion abortion, you're also supporting black genocide. Once again, like I said, do not believe anything that I said. Look up the stats, look up the numbers, look up Margaret Sanger, look up the origins of Planned Parenthood and you'll see for yourself exactly what i'm talking about black people you're being bamboozled don't support this roe v wade being overturned is a very good thing we need to build stronger families and keep our families together because the black community needs it desperately
0: i mean that's incredibly powerful in my opinion like when i first heard that came across my instagram feed you guys can go follow him on instagram His, his at is uh some guy named bill Absolutely. Amazing human being. Uh, I've I've actually been following a lot of his stuff recently and that that whole speech, I had to share the whole thing. Um, I actually have reached out to him to try and get him on the podcast uh, because I would love to have a conversation with him, not just about abortion, but about other things that he does. Um, Amazing human being. It's a very interesting take on the entire situation of abortion and how it's used and why they use it or whatever. It's something that I actually never realized um, years ago, because this has been an ongoing issue or ongoing argument for decades. You know, I mean, I'm thirty, I'm about to be thirty-one years old, and I remember people talking about this stuff in high school. Uh, you know, I know women who have had abortions in high school that i went to school with who some don't care Uh, i and i know this because they posted on social media i still am friends with some of these people on social media and and some women say i had i've had one i don't care i knew i did the right thing and then i have i have another friend who had one in high school she regrets it she went through a lot of depression over it um and then i also know yeah, I don't know their opinion, but I do know they got pregnant in high school and then their children are now their children are now teenagers and I doubt that they they regret having them. Their their child uh may have put a, a wrench in their plans for what they wanted to do, but you know ultimately they took responsibility uh for something they thought they were grown enough to do and you know All respect to them They're great parents From what I see on social media Obviously we don't know The whole story on social media But From what I see They love their child They post pictures every day You know (laughs) But that is a very real thing When you actually look at it And Planned Parenthood Is the most common Abortion clinic um, Or female uh, Doctor Play Whatever you call it Um, It is the most Commonly gone to place In these situations and they're the ones that are providing abortions and when you look at the history and the found the foundation of the, of the of the company or the organization is founded on racism and you know again the we we keep talking about racism i i i really hate talking about it because everyone uses it as a crutch for every argument and i'm not trying to do that here but it's a really real thing when you know almost 40% of all abortions are are black people and they only make up 14% of this country. And the location of all these abortion clinics are always, always never in the suburbs. You don't see them, you know, you don't see them in, in uh, flourishing communities. You only see it in poverty stricken communities. You know, it's, it's almost like every corner store has a gun store, liquor store and an abortion clinic. And that, and that's just being honest. When you sit there, look at it. And then when you point that out, the origins of your, of your organization, it, it makes you think like, is this planned genocide? Because you think about how many abortions have been done and since Roe v. Wade was passed. And it's been about a hundred million abortions is from what you know you can find, you know, different statistics. Like some say 80 million, some say a hundred million, some say, you know. Either way, there's tens of millions of abortions that have happened. That's an entire generation that we just deleted. Like we just got rid of an entire generation of children. You know? And that's why I I stand so firmly where I stand, because 90, 95, 96, whatever it is, the reasons for abortions are used as birth control. You know, people want to go out, you know, we have this culture, it's not just women, it's men too, where every, you know, you go work Monday through Friday, and then Friday night, Saturday night, you got to go to the bar and find some random person to sleep with, and then... You know, oh, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to sleep with whoever I want. They get pregnant, go to the abortion clinic, whatever. And that's kind of the culture that we promote nowadays. Um, people find it very rare that me, Now, this is the first time I've ever said this on this podcast, um, I got married at 19 years old. I didn't lose my virginity to my wedding night. And that's such a rare thing. I don't usually share that widely like, I, like I'm doing right now, but it's because it's such a shocking thing. Me and my wife did not do anything until we were married. Um, that was our decision. Uh, I never did anything with anybody. In, well, I mean, I went girls in high school, but never went, never hit a home run. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, that's just a rare occurrence. When you find out that someone got married, then they waited till they were married. That used to be a very common practice, and it's not a religious thing, you know. I don't believe me and my wife decided to do that because of our religion. We, it was, it was a conversation that we had and we didn't want to base our relationship on that. And it is, you know, it is what it is. And that, and I look at us now after it will be next month, it'll be, uh, yeah, make sure I get this right. I'm gonna get in trouble. Uh, 11 years married, 12 years together. Uh, and it'll be, you know, we've had four, four beautiful children. You know, we waited, we waited three or four years to have kids. And then now, everyone knows. I told this story before. I went. I decided I didn't want any more kids. I went and got snip, snip. Don't have to worry about it no more. That's the decision I made. You know, it's like I'm not saying you know if you know if you don't want kids, go get a vasectomy right right now. You know, you don't know if you're gonna want kids later on. If you're gonna find somebody you want to have kids with, it's a lot harder to reverse than to have it done. That's just my own personal opinion. It's 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 this culture that we have started. It, 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 you believe that. Um, we believe that the child, we, we call it a clump of cells. We're like, oh, that baby's just a clump of cells. Because that's I feel like that's a moral excuse that we're giving ourselves, and we've been taught that, and we don't respect the human life that is there. Um, I, I gotta give a shout-out to my mom and my dad for allowing me to live, because I'm a birth control baby. My mom was on birth control, and... You know, same with my brother. You know, me and my brother were both birth control babies. My mom was on birth control, and they, you know, it's only 99% effective. Go figure, you have two kids while on it. And thank you, mom and dad, for not aborting me and allowing me to sit here and record this podcast. um, And to do the things I've done with my life. You know, I got to give them that shout-out. Like, like, seriously. I mean, you did not want kids. You were on birth control, but you guys took responsibility for what you guys did. And I thank you for that. I, I mean... That's why one of my favorite quotes is I notice that everyone that has an opinion on abortion has already been born. They've already been given the opportunity at life. We've been given the pleasure of living. And that's, you know, And you always hear the common term of the, being the voice for the unborn. They can't speak for themselves. I believe that every child has potential. And that's my own personal opinion. I can get very into this and very um, passionate about this but i'm not going to sit here and argue with people about it i'm just giving you guys my opinion because you guys are asking for that um i gave you guys the opinion that i believe scientifically why that's a human life and it's not just a clump of cells that has no meaning and no no, no future and we should be able to decide i don't get the argument um i don't get the argument of we sh- an hour before it's still a clump of cells but an hour after it's born it's life it it doesn't make sense it's living inside you It's living outside of you It's living You guys can't see my body motion right now But I'm like it's the same thing Now one of the arguments Is saying that women You know again this comes back to women You have a choice Okay Again I've already made my statement very clear Where I believe there should be Personally If there was a uh you know, you went to your doctor and you said that you were raped or whatever, number one, there should be an investigation no matter what. As soon as you come forward, they have to report that to the police and there's an investigation on that rape or incest or whatever it is. And it's how it should be now. Um, You can't just claim it because obviously if they make that a restriction, everyone's going to go and claim everything's an abortion or everything's a uh, rape. And there's going to be a lot of falsely accused men of rape as there already is nowadays. And, you know, I've seen it firsthand with people I know that had consensual sex with somebody and then when somebody found out they said that they didn't give consent just to, you know, not look bad to their parents or whatever. But there should be, uh, you know, that's why, you know, it's like maybe not ban abortions, but make restrictions and make it to where, you know, if there's rape or incest, you know, it's up to the woman. But, you know, they say that women don't have a choice anymore, this and that. You have a choice. You have a choice not to have random sex with random people, random men. Um, it's not good for you. It's not good for your body. It's, you know, I guess it's your choice to sleep with whoever you want, obviously, but be responsible and be responsible what, knowing what could happen. I know a lot of people don't like that answer, uh, but that's that's just my clear-cut answer if i were to i never would if i were to cheat on my wife and the lady got pregnant which number 1 she can't now but it let's say i did my first thought wouldn't be do to av- a- a- abort it because i'm going to get i'm she's going to divorce me um you know, which happens a lot. That's a, that's a big reason why. It's one of the big reasons why women have abortion because they had they had uh, they either cheated or that dude cheated or whatever, and to avoid conflict, they have an abortion. You have a choice not to lay with people you're not willing to have a child with. I mean, I I personally, this is my own personal opinion. My uh, you know, I know we live in a sex-driven culture nowadays, but I don't believe that that act is meant to be spread to every person i don't believe that act is something that that, that's that's an act between you and your wife uh someone you truly do care about um you know i'm not gonna sit here and 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 damn everybody who had premarital sex i'm not saying that i'm just saying that is a sacred act that should not be spread to random people you met at a bar that night or met at the club or met at a concert or met at a baseball game. you know it's just my own personal opinion you have a choice you, you know, now everyone's going on these sex strikes and all this other stuff. Well, no, no abortions are No sex for him. Hey, you're figuring it out. you know, <laughs> you know I, I, I'm trying to make a little comedy out of it, but that's the truth. You have a choice. Um, you know, but that's our our culture nowadays. You, you know, it's how people think of things. So, you know, I'm gonna start wrapping this up. We're almost at like an hour. You know, I, I just want to, you know, bring some hypocritical things to the front. A lot of people talk about, well, even if you ban abortions, uh, people are still going to get them. These same people are saying that we should ban all guns. People will still get them. It's the same argument. You know, it's just like, did you guys know that drugs are illegal? People still do drugs. You know, it's like very hypocritical arguments because you say one thing for one, one thing for another. The same thing with Vaccines. There was no my body, my choice two or three years ago, or two or three years ago, last two or three years, I should say. And then now you're screaming my body, my choice. You know, people are so hypocritical in the way that they think it's, it doesn't make any sense. You know, and some people are going to say that I'm hypocritical because I chose not to put this drug in my body because my body, um, I'm not arguing about the woman's body. I'm more arguing about the child's body. That's, that's my standpoint. That's not your body. You're, you know that's 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 a child's body. It's his own life, and I don't want to get into this conversation about how abortions are done. But I feel like I kind of need to. I'm not going to get fully into it. About four years ago, I was doing research on this topic, and I never really knew how abortions were done. Uh, a very common way people do it is with pills. Uh, and this is after they're a couple weeks pregnant. So it looks like a blood clot comes out at that point, right? Well, a lot of these other abortions that they do, later on when the child already has limbs, all this other stuff, you can't just do that. And it was very barbaric in my opinion. Um, I'm going to say this quickly because it, it, it really it does upset me thinking about this. They basically take these things that look like vice grips and they put them in there and they have these little teeth on them and they clamp onto the, the fetus's limbs and twist them off and pull them out. So out comes one leg, and then they go back in, and grab the other leg, and then they grab the other other the one arm, grab the other arm, and then they go back in. They they squish the head and twist it and pop it off. Then they pull out the abdomen, and then they put a basically put like a little vacuum thing in there to vacuum up anything that they, they left behind in there. And it, it's 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 really disturbing to to me. Um, it's it. it, it, it it's very disturbing if you've seen the the there's there, there's videos that were out there because they, they do it with uh, an ultrasound or they you know they 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 have 3d videos out there how abortions are are done. Um, the other the other part is people are like, well, what about contraceptives and Plan B and all this other stuff, you know, birth control, whatever. I've not read anywhere that you can't have birth control. That's not that's not ending in life. Plan B is not even, the morning after pill is not ending life because it takes a little while to fertilize the egg before it becomes its own cell. So if you go out and you have unprotected sex and you pop the morning after pill right after you have sex, you, you, your egg cannot be fertilized. That's not an abortion. And no one's, as I, as far as I've seen everywhere, no one's calling for a ban on plan B. No one's calling for a, uh, a ban on uh, birth control, condoms. All that stuff. What are they call IUDs or something like that. Um, so no, I'm not against Plan B. I'm not against birth control. I'm not against any of these. You know, any of these things. Um, I'm sure there are crowds out there that are against them, but they're a very small minority of people who are like, you know, you shouldn't have any of this kind of stuff. You shouldn't be using birth control. Whatever. I think that's very, very extreme but my own personal opinion is that I feel like the act of abortion is very barbaric. I respect the sanctity of human life. And I believe that fetus has the right to life and the potential to life. Um, but it's not worth arguing about. It's really not. I don't, I don't, I don't care what your opinion is. I don't even really care in all honesty. If you agree with me, uh, you know, I really don't care if you disagree with me. It does not bother me at all. Um, it, it, it's a pointless argument. It's very, very pointless you know, to sit here and argue over something like this, right? Um, I just hate the lies that people are thinking that's banned. I hate the lies that are being told that women are going to die now because they can't get abortions because of ectopic pregnancies. It's a lie. It's it's to scare you. And, and they're doing this all for votes. You know, you think about it. Roe v. Wade was, was ruled 50 years ago, and no one put it into law. It wasn't put in the law. Um, they didn't. Step forward and make it, a, you know, because it would have been way harder to overturn if it wasn't a law. It was just a Supreme Court ruling. And that's why Texas actually put restrictions on abortions a year ago, even with Roe v. Wade, you know, they put it, you know, with Roe v. Wade in act. You know, so again, you have the power in a in, 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 uh, constitutional republic, democracy, the country that we have this is why I used to always say my vote doesn't matter your vote matters now it's your job at the voting box in the upcoming elections uh to vote on this kind of stuff it's gonna be on it's gonna be on the ballot it's gonna be in either propositions or it's gonna be uh you voting for the right governor that is pro pro-choice that will pass the law um the you now have a say at the ballot box you know and Again, if you live in a very democratic state, like like Washington, Oregon, California, West Coast, East Coast, um, and you don't live in a you know conservative, Republican, you know, Texas and Arkansas, Tennessee, and places like that, um, you can still get abortions. All these states are also passing things where you can still go to these states and get abortions, but it may not be in the state that you live in. So lying to people... To scare them into voting for you is very sickening. I've always said politicians are sick people, man. They use the Evaldi shooting for votes. They use this Roe v. Wade thing for votes and, and it's all covered with lies. You know, they then people are saying like, oh, guns have more rights than women. That's so stupid. It, you don't even, most people that say that don't even own a firearm and don't understand in most places how hard it is to get one. You know, like California, it's not easy to get a firearm in California. Um, there's a lot of rules and regulations that you have to go through, and there's a lot of rules on what you can buy and and what you can put on it or what you can do with this or that. Blah blah blah. blah. You know, unlike you know states like Texas that have different gun laws, that have, you know, constitutional carry and all that other stuff. Just now, it's going to be the same thing with with rule rules on. Abortion and it has nothing to do with the woman's body. It has to do with the body of the child where the mass, the the vast majority of that state believes that that child's life is, you know, sacred and should, and should be allowed to the potential of life. It's not about the woman's body. It's not about, it's not about her womb or whatever. It's about that child. and And it's not wrong to believe that that child is a child and actually has life. Murder is illegal and if you believe that that life is a life Then you know more than likely that person is pro-life So that that's just where I stand on it But if you think the other way You do you boo boo You do you boo boo I'm not going to sit here and argue with you I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're an evil person uh, I'm not going to sit here and You know Spout angry hatred towards you You think whatever way you want to think man um, that's all I got to say on it. We're about an hour. We're just over an hour. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you want to share this with a friend, it's the best way to help this podcast grow. If you're not following the podcast already, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button. I greatly appreciate it. Best way to help this podcast grow is by giving us a review on either Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to this podcast. at. There's, if there's a rating system, it's greatly appreciated. Till next time, guys. As always, stay safe. Stay blessed.